edition of Jamal About Sports coming to you on November 27th, 2018. Kicking off the show, a little world's famous by Malcolm McLaren. We got a big show to get to. We've got the recap from Thanksgiving. More news and notes from NFL Week 12. Uh, A lot of college football to get to as well as the national championship picture takes place. And uh, we'll close it out with a little Nick talk. Riding shotgun, my main man, AG, what is up? What's happened? First of all, I would be remiss if I didn't mention the fact that we had a little internal debate over which song to play at the beginning. Yes. I had to talk your humble host out of playing the great song by Imagine Dragons, You're Unnatural, (laughs) man. I don't even know if I... Do I know that song? Well, you know what now? It's an awful ESPN song. Oh, that's, that's them? That's those scrubs. Yo, they suck, by the way. They are well, awful. They're, awful. <laughs> they're never, terrible. They're awful. They're awful. Anyway, but yeah, I mean, could you, you know, also, could, could you expect any better out of, out of those tools? So, 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 so you're awful. So, so the you're song, a natural song. So the song you're referring to is the song that ESPN plays to promo college football with that guy screaming, basically? Yes, correct. And that, every year, it's, it's, the song gets worse and worse. Yes. So last year, it was, do you believe you can win this fight tonight? Was that also Imagine Dragons? No, I don't, I don't know okay. what That song was, that was horrendous. And then, the, and then the one before that was the uh, the Centuries, something about something, the, cent- the Centuries. Oh yeah, that was awful too. Yeah, yeah, and then and then the year before that was the play like a champion. Okay, yeah. So they just so obviously somebody's getting paid a lot of money to to select the worst possible music. You could, I, it, you, it couldn't get any worse. Well, I, 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 I it just you just you just can't do any worse I, in this age of where everything is terrible. That's ESPN, thanks. Well, thanks. I, so, and, and and this year they t- this this is the, this has been the cap with this, these jackass just screaming. It's it's it, it, it's, it's so it, it makes me it puts me into a homicidal rage every time I hear that. <laughs> so ESPN, um, we're talking about you. So I guess you've succeeded. Well, thanks. I guess well, I'm, your, I'm your I'm your stooge because now I'm giving you more press and airtime. It, it, it's not very pleasing to the ear. Um, <laughs> and you know what? I believe it's what they call an earworm, my friend. Uh, and, and so and so it is done. By design, it's and I and I am sure that anybody that is listening, yes. has been watching ESPN, yes, has, know, has heard this, yes, is in a hundred percent agreement. They have to be because the song is objective, not subjective, <laughs> objectively a horrendous earworm. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And anyone who thinks otherwise is just is just complete complete yeah. wrong. And as Poppy said, and of that there can be a no debate. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, moving on. Yes, moving on. All right. So. Uh, we sat here last Wednesday, talked about uh, Thanksgiving's past, uh, as both your Cowboys and my Lions play on Thanksgiving every year. Uh, I told our fair audience about uh, the dream that I had of Matthew Stafford throwing two red, costly red zone interceptions. Uh, unfortunately, I proved to be quite precious. 40 years of watching this, this franchise condition you to yeah. you know, uh-huh. have so, some premonition. So, 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 okay, to be fair... In my dream, both of them were red zone interceptions. In the actual game, only one was a red zone interception, which sealed the game and and blew the the Lions' chance of coming back to tie. And, of course, his other interception went for a pick six. So basically, he counted for about 14 points there. Uh, So that was pretty horrendous. We also talked about uh, a one Kathy Hayden. And what her, um, you know, what, what she basically says every year. So I believe last year, uh, I'm sorry, last week I said 
that um, every year she says, you know what, Jimmy, that's it. I'm never doing this again. <laughs> I'm going to say about seven minutes into the first quarter on la- last Thursday, literally verbatim, because Jim, of course, listened to the show after the fact on Friday, <laughs> called me on Saturday and said, uh, I, uh, he's like, you uh, spot on. I mean, you guys nailed it. <laughs> he's like, yeah, I think seven minutes into the first quarter. Yeah, th- th- You know what? Th- this is it. I- I've had it. I've had it. No, I'm not doing this again. I'm not doing this next year. You two idiots can go do whatever else you want to do, but I'm not I'm going to go to Costa Rica. I'm going to be in Spain. Anything else. I'm not doing this nonsense with you two clowns ever again. Okay, so that was about seven minutes in. Then, uh, and and by the way. I'm guessing that's the cleaned up version. uh, Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, there there were probably some F-bombs in there as well. Uh, And then, um, and and by the way, I I, I say this in all sincerity. Easily my best performance ever last week. I, I, cause talk about best behavior wouldn't even begin to describe how good I was watching the game. But of course, I can, as I, as I said last week, my new move is to, I never raise my voice, I never yell, I don't pound anything, I don't slap the, 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 the couch pillows or anything like that. But I make snarky comments. Mm-hmm. So, and as I said last week, my mother says, if you hate this team so much, I, uh, if you hate this team so much, why do you even bother rooting for them? So, of course, I, I'm trying to remember what the play was now. Um, if I can remember, oh, I, I think it was Glover Quinn had a late hit on, uh, you know, on a, on a slide by Chase Daniel. Right. And I'm right. going to go, oh, okay. That, you know, what a heady veteran move, Glover. Really, really well done. Bravo. So she, she immediately picked up on the snarky tone. Uh huh. Right? And, and said, you know, Jamal, if you hate this team so much, if nobody on this team can ever do anything right, if all the coaches suck, if everything is so bad, then why do you even bother rooting for the team? <laughs> and I said, you know, Mom, that's actually a pretty good question. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to have to agree with that. So, so we got that uh, also. So pretty much that. Then you, of course, predicted Eddie Jackson. You said, Eddie Jackson going to do something big tomorrow? And that guy seems to make a lot of big plays. <laughs> and, of course, he had the pick six. He certainly did. Um, now... Interestingly enough, just a little side note, uh, two of the biggest plays made in that game by the Bears were Eddie Jackson and uh, Tariq Cohen, right? He scored a touchdown. Right. Uh, also both, fumbled. Um, didn't, he, didn't, he fumble a, didn't he fumble a punt? No. Uh, Trey Burton fumbled on, uh, on, a, on a reception that hmm. uh, Deshaun Shedd knocked out of his hands. But other than that, no. Uh, okay. Maybe no. it was the week before. The, 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 uh, yeah, I think it was the week yeah. before. He, he, he did not. Anyway, my point is both of them fourth-round picks. Both those guys. Mm-hmm. So anybody who tries to say that, oh, you know, mid-round picks, no, 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 no. If, you're, if you draft well, as we've said a million times, you can get guys that make that are impact players in the fourth round, in the fifth round, in the sixth or round. Or in the fourth round, you can draft a tight end who doesn't know where you're supposed to be. And like Michael can, Roberts, you can allow a ball to be intercepted. Correct. Well, that in the, in the uh, you know yes. end the game. Well, well, that was going to be my point. So, so those are two of the Bears' most recent draft picks. Um, Eddie Jackson, obviously, now he went in the fourth round because he had all those uh, all those injury issues. He did, but nevertheless, it was still a fourth round pick. My point is, is Bears had two fourth round picks in the last. Let's see, Cohen was a fourth round pick so last those were year. Major contributors, right? And I'm saying the recent recent pick. I'm saying so. So since Bob Quinn has been here, the Lions' fourth round picks have consisted of Miles Killebrew does nothing, absolutely nothing. He's a special teams player. That's it. Does nothing on defense. Uh, he's a decent special teams no, player. To be fair, we were both pretty high on him. But, uh, agreed. I'm, I'm not. Uh, this is not necessarily to criticize Bob Quinn. This is merely though to point out that his draft tracker track record thus far not very good. 
So, because uh, I also like Michael Roberts too. I we, we sat here on the podcast the, the year the Lions drafted him uh, during the, after the Senior Bowl, and I said I want the Lions to draft Michael Roberts in the fourth round, and then they did. So I can't argue with the pick, but he hasn't played well so far. Miles Kilbrew hadn't done anything so far. Um, trying to think who the other fourth round pick the Lions have uh, has have taken since. Uh, well, Deshaun Hand is one. He's been okay. And then what's there's another one, and I'm and it's escaping me now. Killebrew, did they have two? Sean Hand, who almost won you the game against Dallas. Yeah, no, he's played well. He's had a good rookie year. Anyway, my point is, is that, um, and the reason I say this is because, of course, after the game, most of Lion, uh, most Lions fans, particularly in the Twitterverse, basically, that's it. I, I'm done with Stafford. How are you going to lose to a, a guy who hasn't started in four years, and this guy makes $27 million, and blah, 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 blah. And, yeah, okay, I get it. Listen, Matthew Stafford did not have a very good game. Um, he also has no wide receivers. The Lions also threw three, two passes in that game that traveled in the air 15 yards. Two. Mm. Two. Two. Wow. Because no, Bob Quinn knows you don't need Golden Tate. See, we, we're so good. We're so deep. We don't need Golden Tate. And then Marvin Jones got hurt. And now, by the way, he's done for the year. So you're basically down to Kenny Galladay, who's like a nice second, third receiver at this po- stage in his career. Uh, you know, well, what did it say about about his about his thoughts about your football team that he that he let Golden Tate go, figuring he was going to they were going to lose him in free agency. Might as well get something for him. That okay, was reasoning. but also kind of speaks to the fact that either he gr- grossly overright overestimated the rest of his receiving core, right, or he was he didn't really think he didn't really have faith in his team. To, well, to win the division. I mean, we were three and four at the time, a game out of the division. So seemed uh, like a strange move. Well, so here's the here's the here's Here's the, the, the pro is for making that move, as you said, was um, you're going to get – he's going to walk in free agency, so better to get something for him now. you got a third-round pick, which is a premium pick. Right, but guess what? You also get compensatory picks if you lose guys. Yeah, but the following year. I understand no. that. I understand that. And, and part of the reason why he won a third-round pick this year because he traded this year's uh, – this uh, 2019 third-round pick to get Deshaun Hand. Because then he also traded because he traded around away the third round pick to move up to get Carryon Johnson. See, he's begetting one bad move begets another bad move. Right. Right. Although at least Carryon Johnson has been has shown signs of being a very good player. Of course, he's hurt now. Um, but no, it was very strange. I mean, in 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 the sense that yeah, you're a game under five hundred, you're three and four, but nobody in the division was exactly lighting it up at that point. They had played better lately. Um, and uh, obviously, you know, but yes, you're going to get a third round pick, which can obviously be a pretty good pick. It, obviously, if you make the right pick, it's, it's a high-ish pick. Uh, it's a good asset to have, of course. Um, the flip side, like you said, he probably looked at the roster and realized that they're not doing anything anyway. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I can't imagine he thought there was any... There, there, look, Lions did not have a ready-made replacement. See, this, this is the difference between the Patriots... And the lines. See, the Patriots can do that stuff because somehow they manage to have ready-made replacements all the time. They cut Wes Welker. They replace it with, with Julian Edelman. They get rid of Lawyer Malloy. They replace him with, you know, whoever the hell it was that they re- replaced him. They get rid of, you know, Jamie Collins. They get Kyle Van Noy. I mean, it, it, it never ends. They always have a ready-made replacement somehow. It's so enraged. I know. It's so annoying. But the Lions don't have a ready-made replacement because guess what? Because the Lions are the Lions. Right, exactly. Lions are going to line. As Jeopardy pointed out last night. So, thank you. You brought me to my next point. So, I mean. <laughs> That's if, where we're at. If, if, if this doesn't sum up being a Lions fan and a Lions franchise, 
I don't know what does. So on Jeopardy last night, there was a clue that was the 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 the, the category was the year 2030. I, I, I love I, the fact that you've got a, you got a photo of your TV. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, I screenshot it. <laughs> that is outstanding. So, the, so you just happen to be watching it. Um, just, wa- just by just you well, so, to be watching it live. So no. So I DVR Jeopardy. Mm-hmm. Um, I tend to, I typically watch it either the same night that it comes on, but obviously afterwards or the next day. I didn't watch it last night. Um, but of course, I got a million texts today from my of friends. Course, of course, <laughs> right? It's it's become a national story, of course, right? So I get as of 2018, this NFC North team had never even made the Super Bowl, much less won it. But by 2030? Question mark. Gotta happen, right? Answer: <laughs> The Detroit Lions and the and the contestant on Jeopardy. Give him credit. My man got it. The guy, by the way, his name was Jay. Just the initial J. Mm. That that was the, uh-huh. the that was the contestant that got. It. He was he was the previous night's winner, but he did not win yesterday. But uh, yeah. So so that basically sums it up in, yeah. in, in a nutshell. Um, one playoff win in 61 years, I believe it is. That is correct. Against my Dallas football Cowboys. Yes, in 1991. So not only one playoff win in all the time, one playoff win in 27 years. And I believe uh, I also read you've only won the division once since 93? Correct. We won in 91 and we won in 93. Wild so card in '94. Not won the division since '93. That's correct, and lost wow. that and lost that gut wrenching game. That's the Sterling Sharp game. Correct. correct. Brett Favre to Sterling Sharp. That was also the Eric Kramer threw a hundred yard pick six to George Teague. Right. Then drove the Lions right back down the field to score the, what was should have been the game winning and go ahead touchdown. And then Brett Favre with about fifty seconds left, uh, yeah, busted coverage, yeah. busted coverage by the Lions. Sterling Sharp runs right down the sideline. Uh, for a I believe, touchdown. I believe it was, don't, don't ask me why I remember this, I believe the guy we got beat was fourth round pick out of Stanford. Kevin Scott. Kevin Scott. Correct. Nice job. Good, that's ah, a good spot out of you, Aaron. Thank you. Uh, yeah. So anyway. I can't remember what I had for breakfast this morning. Right. Like that. Yep. That, that somehow you remember. Yeah. So so that was Thanksgiving for me. We had, uh, you know, we, we went out. We had a lovely dinner afterwards. As I told you, the losses don't stay with, with me anymore. Particularly, you know, and that, that should have been kind of a gut punch loss, right? I mean, you know, you need that game to save your season. Um, you get down to the 11-yard line, right? Uh, you know, you got your quarterback who you think is a franchise quarterback, has been one of the best fourth-quarter quarterbacks in the league the last four or five years, uh, throws that interception that clearly was not his fault, by the way. I mean, this idea that, oh, he needs to – no, 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 no. No, no. But Brian, every good quarterback in the league makes that throw because guess what? They think that's where their guy's going to be. And Michael Roberts, by the way, um, you have about 65 pounds on uh, Kyle Fuller there. Can, can, can you just run to the corner of the end zone, please, and body the guy, box the guy out like every other damn tight end in the league does and or big wide receiver does? And prior to this year, wasn't he known uh, – Kyle Fuller, wasn't he known as a guy who, who could not catch one – Correct. One, and I, I think he's got like five picks this year, doesn't he? Uh, he may. I don't know. But um, yeah, um, he's not exactly known for being a ball hawk. No, he's, well, he's he, prior he, to this he, season. He, he dropped the game clinching interception against the Packers in the first game of the year. Right. Right, that's right. That's right. We talked about the Aaron Rodgers' charm life tour continued, where you know he he hits he throws a what should be a crushing pit interception right in the hands of Kyle Fuller, and he dropped it. And of course, as our rules, as our rule has always proven true, you drop an interception, always, the, always, the other team always scores a touchdown. I mean, it's just it's like clockwork. And a matter of fact, what game did that happen? And I was watching a game with Jim. I think it was a college game that happened. I said, "Up, oh, 
Oh, remember I texted you. It was one of those games Friday night. I, mean, I watched so much football. <laughs> I know, it's hard. I know. I know. I know. I know there, there was. I, uh, was it, uh, could it have been Oklahoma, West Virginia? Uh, yeah, I, or, was it, or was it Washington, no, 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 Washington no, no, State? No, nobody, nobody was making any. <laughs> right. Was coming right. Close, making any interceptions right. in that game. <laughs> that wow. game was insane. Uh, but anyway, yeah, that was proven true. So just to recap Thanksgiving, tough lines loss as usual. Uh, I'm really becoming numb to these losses. And, and you know what? Honestly, as I said again, you know, the other thing is, um, you know, I, I, my, my expectations for this team are very low to begin with anyway going into the year. I did get fooled by the Miami game. But uh, obviously since in the line, as Maya Angelou once said, if somebody shows you them, their true selves, believe them. Uh, the, Lions yeah, have, yeah. Uh, the Lions have shown me very, very wise. who they are, okay, and and it's 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 and what they and who they are is a very flawed team with very very little margin for error that the quarterback has to make up for many many deficiencies. And to be fair, the quarterback has not had a great year this year. Now, I certainly am not in the camp of you're getting rid of Matt Stafford. First of all, even if you wanted to get rid of Matt Stafford, you're taking a $30 million cap hit next year based on his contract. It makes no sense. It's, 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 right. It's, it's, I'm just saying. I, I'm just saying. Even, even, even if he was playing horribly and you thought it was time to move on from him, um, you still couldn't. But this idea that you're going to trade him or release him and, and get who exactly. And if you get a top 10 pick and, and you know, right. are, you, are you considering taking, you know, if it's, say, like Will Greer, one of those guys? Uh, no. I mean, look, as we've talked about it before, these Big 12 quarterbacks were, I mean, even though I, we both love Mayfield, I think I a little bit more than you, but we both were big Baker Mayfield guys. These Big Twelve quarterbacks are impossible to, to evaluate. Exactly. I mean, the, the, these games are they're they're arena league games on on, on, on full size fields. Crazy and crazy. It's insane. Yeah. It's absolutely insane. So anyway, that was my Thanksgiving. I know you got to watch your game alone. By the way, Jim has thrown down the gauntlet uh, after listening to that and has said um, he's he's determined to put an end to your perfect Thanksgiving day. You're going to have to come spend it with us next year. <laughs> Right. So, so you well, were. I've had some rough ones. I mean, last year I had that San Diego game, which was brutal. No, I, I don't even mean about the outcome of the game. Just the fact that you get just could watch the game oh, in, in silence, in yep. peace, and quiet, and just do so, it, oh, do whatever you so want to nice. do, and not have to. You know, you don't have to travel. You don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to do anything. Yeah, I'm <laughs> just sitting back, feet up, feet up on the bed. Yeah. <sighs> Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> knowing, knowing that all, all the while you've got it, you know, you've got Kathy Hayden just right. just, yeah. just steam coming out uh-huh. of your ears yep. until the game's over. Yeah, I have to say, other and, than and, and again, as we said before, if your team, particularly if your team loses, right? Yeah, you know, now, now you got to make conversation. Yeah, exactly. And now because it's dinner time, and that's what you do. You talk about your day. What kind of a day did you have? Did yes. you have a good day? Did you have a bad day? Right. But as I, to be fair, as I said, I I was completely over it. Uh, I didn't even. I just, as a matter of fact. Uh, boy, you know, I should have gone out and played the lottery. Right before Stafford threw the pick on third down, I sat there and I out loud, I said, all right, Matthew, you got this is two down territory here. If it's not there, throw it away, live to fight another down. And then, of course, he threw the interception uh, in the end. So, yeah, I know. Again, 40 years. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I've seen this movie. Um, but so you got, obviously, a nice, a, a big win against the Redskins. Um, yeah. Now you guys are in the driver's seat at six and it's, five. My quarterback is—he's confounded. He can look so bad for a half, and then he can just—and then all of a sudden, just went. I mean, for for the better part of the first half, 
I love that. By the way, I love the quarterback. I know you're a big fan. I just I'm still not sold that he's a quality NFL quarterback. Yeah, well. So I mean, remember he's still young. He's yeah, still young. Yeah, but it's again, it's not like it's not like it was uh, years ago when quarterbacks could develop for three years. Well, I understand, but 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 you know, you guys, you made the playoffs with him already one year. Last year, you know, I everything think, went wrong. They still went nine and six. Everything went wrong. You, last year's a throwaway year, and it still wasn't a disaster. You didn't go three and thirteen, and obviously now this year, guys in the driver's seat now. But, but, but what I'm saying was, yeah. that, I mean, for, for the better part of the first half, yeah. as he was just miss, he just wasn't some of these throws not even in the same area code. Yeah, and again, continuing to hold the ball too long, too long until he gets sacked. I mean, right. I'm just sitting there going, "Wow, this quarterback's really not very good." Right. And then comes the second half, and he puts uh, pretty much every ball exactly where it has to be, and then he has that scramble for the seven yard touchdown. I mean, he's he's all heart. Oh, he's a great. No run. matter what, yeah. I mean, you know, of course. Even when I get down on him, is you know I, I want him to be the guy. Of course, you know. Yeah, look, he's stand up guy. Stand up guy. Total stand up guy. He's not Answers every question. He's not, he's, not, he's, not, you know, he's not a phony baloney. Nope. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know. Um, so yeah, and I again, and I we're still I'm still trying to evaluate what I've got here. Right. No, I understand, but look, and and you know, and you got some dividends out of the out of the receiver. Yeah. No. Uh, uh, Mari Cooper had it before. I mean, this is the first time I've seen a guy who can actually get open against quality cornerbacks. Right. Yeah, well, I, I, haven't I, had that, I haven't had that in years. I don't know if the Redskins are trotting out any quality cornerbacks anymore. Their whole secondary is hurt. Well, Josh yeah. Norman. Is Josh right. Norman stinks. He, he's not terrible. He stinks. Okay, it's been, okay. I, I've watched for four like last year when he when he wasn't when if you want to tell me that he isn't any good. Okay, I I, I had no right. who could get who could get a centimeter away from him. All right, let me say this. Let me say this. Compared to how good Josh Gordon, th- uh, Josh Norman thinks Josh Norman is, right. he stinks. Okay, he's, he's, pro- he's probably he's a little. Josh better. Norman thinks he's, he's Deion little, Sanders. He's a little better than average. He, uh, I would not say that. No, I'd say he's below average corner at, at this so? point in the NFL. Yeah, he, dude, he mm-hmm. gets beat. He gets beat constantly, constantly. Well, anyway, it's nice to see a receiver who can actually yeah. get away from I, and By the way, I don't say that to disparage what Amari Cooper did at all. Amari Cooper, look, we, we know Amari Cooper's a talented player. And getting out of Oakland is probably the best thing ever for him because that is a disaster over there. Which, by the way, uh, I believe I called that back in September because the coach only wants one star over there. And that's him. And that's the coach. So, yeah. Um, room for one me around here. That's me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, jeez. But, no, look, you guys now are sitting pretty. By the way. And again, not, not, I'm not taking anything away from Dallas's win. You guys, you guys, you guys were the better team, but Redskins are beat up. They are beat up, and there were some calls and non-calls in that game that, if you were the other flip side, you would, I think, been like losing your mind. Uh, yeah, they, they got some favorable calls in that game. They, they, they missed a blatant helmet-to-helmet on Jordan Reed. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Late they, the missed, they missed yeah. a blatant face mask in the first quarter against Colt McCoy. Uh, there were a couple other ticky t- it was not It was not a particularly well-officiated game, but whatever. That, that's just that's neither here nor there. Um, but look, you guys are in the driver's seat now, 6-5. and five. You control your own destiny. We talked about it last week. You didn't think you guys would get it done. You got it done pretty easily, too. I mean, for the most part. Yeah. That that weird throw by Colt McCoy that just sort of fluttered out of his hand uh, that late in the game, that big interception. Right, right. Uh, when the, it, the one that clanged off of uh, off Ouzier's hands got picked off by um, Xavier J- Woods. J- yeah, Xavier Woods. Yep, okay. yep. Uh, but look, yeah, I mean, you guys, you guys are looking like you're in pretty good shape. All right. Now... Speaking of our uh, our abilities to predict uh, the future, so I happened to just by by accident today listen to our free agent frenzy podcast from last year, and we started out 
talking about the quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. And we were hammering Sam Bradford. I mean, we were absolutely crushing him. To be fair, I mean, what's not to hammer? I mean, you guys can't give <laughs> nobody any evidence at any time ever that he's a quality, he's a quality NFL Well, so I believe this is how the exchange went. You said... Uh, all right, we, we, we talk about Kirk Cousins first or Sam Bradford? Because you go, I know that's your guy. That's your guy. I'm like, oh, yeah, no, I mean, Sam Bradford's great. Uh, because my, my premise was, Aaron, this is some great free agent class of quarterback. Bonanza. There's Sam Bradford and Case Keenum and Kirk Cousins. Oh, he's got Teddy Bridgewater. So this was my assessment. Kirk Cousins, stat whore, who will always throw soul-crushing interception in the fourth quarter. Sam Bradford never plays, and when he does play, never does anything. Um, Case Keenum's, who's a career backup for five years, whose best play last year was another guy's worst play. Teddy Bridgewater, nice little game manager with a pop gun noodle for an arm. And um, and, and and who is – was there a fifth quarterback? Was there a fifth free agent quarterback? Who am I missing? Uh, and maybe it was just those four. Alex Smith? No, because he got traded to the Redskins. Right. Yeah. Anyway, we crushed Sam Bradford, but then you said, oh, but by the way, now now that we're killing him, guaranteed league MVP, uh, not only is he not even remotely close to the league MVP, obviously I know you said that tongue-in-cheek, saying that the reverse jinx would, right. would, would of Correct. course, be the factor. Uh, Can't lose either way. Right, exactly. Um, it's sort of hedging the bet, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, oh, by the way, uh, never fails. The Jim Hayden method of betting never fails. So... I looked at I was, I was trying you know I always anytime the lines are favored I bet on the other team. Of course, of course. But of course the lines were not favored against the Bears on Thursday. They were they were three point underdog, which I thought was about right since Trubisky wasn't going to play, and the lines obviously were at home. So I looked at all three games. So I got to tease it right to get the lines to 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 be laying points. Right. I didn't love three and, and you know and, and, and three. Obviously, the possibility for the win-win is is it's tight, right? You got to win by two, right? Especially in the right. tees, because a tie is a loss in the tees. So, uh, so I said, you know what? Let me. Can I te- can I get all three games here? Because you get if you tease three games, you get ten points to play with, mm. right? Rather than mm-hmm. two teams, there's a six. So I said, all right, I'm going to do Bears plus seven. Redskins plus 18 and a half. I was like, because I, I actually thought the Redskins might win that game outright anyway. So I loved them getting 18 and a half. Uh, and then I took the Saints minus two and a half mm-hmm. at home. So obviously I knew I got the line game before we went to dinner. Went to dinner, uh, got to only see a little bit of the first quarter, went to dinner, came home. It was 31 20. Was that the final score? Yeah, I think so. Right? So, and I saw, I came home right when McCoy threw that pick. And now I'm thinking, oh boy, here we go. Zeke's going to rip one off. Because it was, it was 11, right? You guys won by 11. Correct. Yeah. I needed, I needed, I think I had them, not 18 and a half, I had them 18. So, 18, I lose. So mm-hmm. I'm sitting there going, oh, here we go. They're just going to, they're just going to basically try to take time off the clock. I don't need Zeke now going for 60 yards here right. to screw me. Uh, right, but, safety misses a tackle. Right, something, trying, yeah. The clock or they're out. trying to rip the ball away from him and nobody, you know, nobody can tackle him or whatever. Thankfully, I got that. And then the Saints game was obviously a walk. Oh, actually, uh, Prescott had Gallup open for, uh, yes. for you know, yes. could have been an 80-yard touchdown. He underthrew it. Right. So, anyway, so I, so, but, again, never fails. Anytime the Lions lay points, bet on the other team. Because you could win the game and you could win the you bet. Double win. And – 
Worst case scenario, lines lose. Pay me. Right, exactly. I got to get paid. You're now, forcing the powers that be to make a decision. That's correct. Either make me happy or pay me. <laughs> right, and sometimes you can get both. As as was explained verbatim by one James Ryder Hayden. That's correct. This is, of course, where I got this from. Um, but anyway, yeah, so we killed Sam Bradford about that. You know, Case Keenum's had an okay year for the Broncos. I'm, I'm still not b- buying in on the fact that he's a franchise quarterback. And Cousins played okay. But you saw Kirk Cousins on display two weeks ago uh, in uh, – what was the game against the Bears? I mean, that that's that that's who Kirk Cousins is. I mean, that's who he is against against a good team on the road in a big spot. That you you, you and he might be playing a great game, and it's a close game in the fourth quarter. You can rely that Kirk Cousins will throw interceptions. I mean, played well against the Pack. Yeah, the Packers. They, the they were at home. Way, those those two receivers, I, those both both those guys, Thielen and uh, Diggs, and Diggs can play for me any day. Oh, yeah? Those guys are so good. Well, they you catch everything. Yep. They have a tremendous catch radius. Yes, they do. Well, Diggs not so much, but Thielen does. Yeah. And they 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 uh, they can they can run after the catch. Yes, they sh- yes they can. Diggs in particular. They both will go up and get the ball. Yes, they guys, will. Those guys are really good. Listen, both those guys are everything you want in a receiver. I, I, as, as you know, as a Maryland alum and a, and a, and a, and and a, you, were, you were all over. I was all over Stefan. I could not believe he went in the fifth round. Could not believe it. All you had to do was watch the game against Stanford in the bowl game where – and that Stanford team put about six or seven guys in the pros. I mean, Trent Murphy was on that team. Uh, um, who else? Was on that. Stanford had a bunch of guys. I think they went to pros that year, um, and you could tell. You know, Stanford was a really good team, um, and you could tell that most of the guys on Maryland did not belong on the same field as Stanford. Stephon Diggs was one of them, and then he tested great at the combine. And it's like he didn't have any production in college. He had amazing production, particularly considering the quarterbacks. You he guys had. drafted a corner from Stanford that year, didn't you? <laughs> Alex Carter? Yeah, yeah No, yeah, yeah. no. He yeah. was a little before. That was a Mayhew. Yeah. That was a Mayhew special. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, please. Um, so, in any event, um, I just thought it was funny listening to, to that old podcast of us crushing Sam Bradford, and we actually got one right because he's been since he got released by, like, week four. So to to uh, to quote the great late late great Denny Green, all these players they are who we thought they were. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Uh, I'm off the hook. Yeah. Um, more news and notes from the week. Did you happen to see uh, what Phil Rivers did at all? Went 24 for yeah, 24. Yes. Um, I'm telling you that Chargers team. They could get themselves a damn kicker. I swear, it's, insane. it's unbelievable. They've had about, by my count, sixty-seven kickers. It's unbelievable, and, and they, none of them are any good. They all miss kicks constantly. It's unreal. It's unreal. If they had Matt Prater, the the Chargers might have. They definitely would have made the playoffs last year, and they might be because that Broncos game they kind of lost because of the kicking game. Um, what are they? What are they? They're eight and three now, San Diego. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, so right, because they lost that game to Denver. Mm-hmm. Right. Two weeks ago. Right. But, look, they, I, I think they're formidable. I mean, we, I, they, they got Bosa back on defense. Um, Immediately had two sacks. Yeah. And, and Rivers is playing great. And, and you know, Gordon getting hurt hurts. And they're still San Diego. Don't let that's true. Uh, differently. Listen, I understand. They're not, the, not the L.A. Clippers. Yeah, well, that's true, too. I know. Yeah, I, exactly. L.A.C. It's so funny. Um, and it's hard to trust the Chargers, right? I mean, we've seen this movie before with them. Bad things always seem to happen to them. You know, I mean, cue bad. Up, cue up, cue up the Marlon McCree. Yeah, exactly. I mean, all kinds of stuff. That, then they take their little nap in, in some way mid through the season and lose three games in a row. They should have no business losing. 
Uh, now Melvin Gordon's hurt, although that Austin Eckler can really play. And Justin Jackson played in that game. I, I saw that. had a good game. We were both big. Yeah, we were, you, I'll, I'll give you the credit on that. Okay. You were, uh, you were very high on I that. told you. I, look, I, and I knew it, too. He was a seventh-round pick because he – he, he doesn't look the part, right? He's kind of tall and angular, and he's kind of skinny, but he runs really hard. He runs uh, like a guy who's much bigger than he is. Didn't test great running. You know, his 40 time was not great. But all you had to do is watch him play at Northwestern. The guy knows how to run. Yeah, he's he, kind of, yeah he, was, he was a guy who could really move the chains, yep. fought for extra yards. Yep. He reminds me, actually, of Carrion Johnson in a lot of ways. Kind of like a similar running style. A, a, well, poor man's version. Well, that's what I mean. I mean, yeah, he, he's not he's not as physically gifted as Carrion Johnson, but his unorthodox running style <laughs> is very similar to the way Carrion Johnson run. Yeah, the fighting is most unorthodox. Yeah, effective. Yeah. Um, yes. But uh, no, we're going to work in this town again. We're going to bleep that whole part. All right, okay. We're, we're quoting the Enter, Enter the Dragon, old Bruce Lee movie. Uh, everybody relax <laughs> with Mr. Han and, James, and Jim Kelly, uh, the fine mar- martial artist. Um, so, speaking of which, you want to talk. Uh, Actually, because you talked about all these crazy—I mean, it was—it was—it was an orgy of football watching over the Thanksgiving weekend. And again, it's like so many of these games trying to run together. I know. It's, I know. It's hard to keep. It's hard to keep you know track of which game was which, what happened where. Yeah. Um, actually, you know what? To that end, let's take a quick break, and then we'll be back right after this. All right, and we are back here on a Tuesday night edition of Jamal about sports. So, just wrapping up the NFL real quick. Uh, Reuben Foster. Um, was cut over the weekend by the San Francisco 49ers. Mill linebacker drafted out of Alabama last year. Uh, There's always something with that guy. Yes. So he was easily the best middle linebacker in the draft last year. Uh, but there was that he had that issue and, right, at the, the combine. combine. Then he had another issue, I think, right, where – He had a DUI. Yeah. And then – the Then he had a – right. And then he had a domestic abuse uh, issue, which then I think she dropped the charges. Well, he, it gave the it gave the Niners an out. Right, right. And then he had another one, uh, the same woman who who had earlier recanted from that earlier incident, um, filed another police report against him uh, after an incident this past weekend when they were on the road in Tampa Bay. Correct. Yeah. And so the Niners immediately they, they, cut bait. Yeah, you have to, and rightfully so. So you would think, okay, you know, this guy's. Probably a serial woman abuser um, has other off the field issues. That 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 that'll be that for this guy. Nope, not in the NFL. Uh, the Redskins just signed him today, right. and Doug Williams re- released this long, you know, uh, statement about how uh, you know he's going to be on a very, uh, you know, we're going to watch this very closely, and he's going to have to adhere to any punishment the NFL doles out, and this and that, and blah blah blah, and you know, because you know, apparently well, they, they're going to wait to see how it plays out because so he's not going to be. I don't think he's going to be officially signed, um, or I don't think no, they this, signed him. Thing, yeah, but until this thing gets, he's not going to play, right? He's not going to play, but he's, yeah, but yeah, but they're but they're four the four guys they have on the team, the four, former Alabama, they all vouched for him. Oh, okay, that's I, like that's like the Cowboys that when they when they left no stone unturned doing all their due diligence for Greg Hardy. Yep, which I'm sure they did. Right, as I said before, they left no stone unturned. <laughs> Finding the one guy who would tell them what they wanted to hear. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. And listen, I'm not even getting, uh, you know, look, it, it, it should not be incumbent upon Deron Payne, uh, Jonathan Allen, 
Uh, Ryan Anderson, and who's the fourth guy? Uh, that would be Sean Dion Hamilton. And Sean Dion Hamilton, the four former Alabama players that are all on the Redskins. Apparently, by the way, I mean, I you can't blame the Redskins for drafting guys off of Alabama's defense. By the way, it's usually probably sure it's a pretty pretty good place to cherry pick from. Correct. But uh, but it's not incumbent on those guys. They, of course, you know. These and what guys, are they going to say? They're twenty two and twenty three years old. These guys were his boys. They all played together in college. What are they going to say no? Don't they, 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 you know? I mean, listen. I, yeah, but the point being, that, oh, oh, they said that he's oh, okay. Right. It's oh, ridiculous. Oh, all right. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. And here's the thing that drives me nuts about the NFL: they treat a guy that fails a drug test for pot the same way they treat a guy who beats up a woman, and it's ridiculous. Okay. The only way any th- and Kaepernick still doesn't have a job, of course. And uh, and Eric Reed and Eric Reed, well, he, you know, yeah, finally got signed by Carolina, and he's playing well, by the way. Yeah, he's playing really so, well. So nobody's, which should be the guy's a good player. Nobody. Yeah, and he's twenty seven. and He's got plenty left in the tank, Eric Reed. Anyway, um, what was my point? Uh, Maybe one of the best plays I've ever seen, by the way, against Alabama when he was at LSU way back when. What was my point? I had a point now about this. Uh, about the NFL. Oh, yeah. I mean, Tom Savage just got signed by the Bengals. Um, uh, we, we saw the, the Jay Peterman experience in uh, up there in Buffalo, and then they signed Derek Anderson. I mean, a million scrub quarterbacks have been signed in the last year, and Kaepernick, Kaepernick's, still sick. Kaepernick's done. He's never playing again. I mean, that's it. He's never going to play again. Um, you know, and here's the thing, though. Getting back to this, you know, I mean, look. Until the NFL actually takes this stuff seriously, until teams take it seriously and take an actual stand and say, guess what? I don't care if you score touchdowns or if you can sack the quarterback. You're done. That's it. It's over. I mean, so I guess so. So let me let me get this straight. So now this Reuben Foster, who it would appear is a serial abuser of women, is now all of a sudden going to not be because he's playing with his boys from Alabama? All of a sudden, that 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 environment now is going to make him not have anger issues and be a woman be- beater. It's all about accountability. That's ridiculous. Yeah. It's absolutely ridiculous. I, believe me, I, I've, I know. I've, 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 I've I know you this, lived I've been, it. I've been dancing this dance for the, I know. the last. I know. It's just fifteen years. Uh, it's just, uh, it, it's, oh, it's enraged. It's it really. It, I mean, it's it's uh, it's just it, it, it it's un, it's unconscionable. It really is. I mean, again, at what point? Do you do you have even a shred of dignity and say, guess what? We can find somebody else. We can we can find somebody who doesn't beat up women. And by the way, the Redskins defense is fine. Yeah, I, their front seven. What, 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 I know. Do you really need this guy. I, I, listen again. I, I, right. You already have a good Foster. Uh, 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 Mason Foster is a good player. He's okay. I mean, he's all right. But I mean, look. It's no surprise, and no offense, but I, I mean, I know you know this, but I mean, is it any surprise that the Cowboys were the team that signed Greg Hardy? Is it any surprise, and their owner's Jerry Jones? Is it any surprise that the Redskins with Daniel Snyder as their owner are the guys that would sign Reuben Foster? I mean, and by the way, you say what you want about my dopey team, and they make a million mistakes. Uh, we could have signed Reuben Foster, and we could use Reuben Foster, the player, not the person, and the line's passed, so... Uh, and 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 that's with two guys f- from New England who take on uh, you know bad character guys all the time and rehabilitate them up there in New England. And both Bob Quinn and Matt Patricia said no thanks. Now probably part of it has to do with the fact that the, the, their owner is a woman, I would imagine, and she's probably not having it. And good for her, but just saying. All right, moving on. College football. Um, the game of the weekend was LSU Texas A and M. Seven which, over. Which, which 
unless you know where the SEC network is on your on your on your you know yeah on your dial cable package yes. you got no shot. So I missed all of it. Okay. So I didn't see any of it because I happened. To, it was a Saturday night game, correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. I didn't see. I saw a very little beginning in the beginning. I I I I had a date Saturday night, so I didn't get to watch the game. But by the way, a must watch for any college football fan is College Football Game Day. The, on Sunday, Adnan Verk is the moderator. Joey Galloway, Jesse Palmer. Have to watch it. comes on every hour on the hour from about 8 a.m. to about 11 a.m. on Sunday. Right. So if you miss it at 8, it comes on at 9. If you miss it at 9, I think it comes on at 10. It is fa- First of all, those three guys are fantastic. Galloway is great. Palmer's, yeah, Galloway and Palmer are good together. They're too. great together. And Adnan Verk is perfect as the, the glue that brings that all together. He's fantastic. I love. It's the best show that covers football be it pro or college, and it's not even close. I mean, there's no, there's no show that even comes close to as good a show as that is. They get through every highlight of every game. They show you stuff from Division Two games, Division Three games. They've got it's fantastic, and these guys they all get along. Palmer is really good. Galloway is really good. Galloway is not an Ohio State homer. Palmer is not a Florida homer, unlike Danny Cannell, who's missed a Florida State. It's it's fantastic. It's really good. So I got to watch. I get to find out about this LSU A&M game by watching that show. So, again, anybody you want to know what happened in college football on Saturday, watch that show on Sunday. I think it comes on ESPNU, I believe. Mm, But in any event, 74-72, 73-72. High scoring game in a – But it was seven overtimes. So – Think about this. This is how this is how this is how you even got there. So LSU is up a touchdown with about mm, 50 seconds left, 40 seconds left. LS, uh, Texas A&M shotgun snap, bad snap. Quarterback goes down and gets the ball, scoops it up, throws. Grant Delpit, our guy, interception, game over. Showering at Ogeron, Gatorade, right? Everybody. Oh no 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 no! They go and look back. The quarterback when he scooped the ball up the bad shotgun snap, knee was down. Play doesn't count. Oh. So, <laughs> so he intercepted. So it's so, so it's a loss. So we lost. So it's like a, so lost it down. But but it was on it was on third down. So they get one more down. It's fourth so now, down. So now it's fourth and twenty or something. Yep. Complete a pass. Get a first down. Uh, then they get the clock runs out. So everybody's happy. They go back and look. Oh no no no! We're putting one more second back on the clock. They put one second back on the clock, which is debatable, by the way. Looked to me like the clock ran out because uh, Texas A&M was out of timeouts. Uh, on that one play, 20-yard touchdown pass into the end zone, ties the game. Then they kept going back and forth, back and forth. After, I think, the third overtime, every team has to go for two. So they kept getting two-point conversions. Then LSU got the touchdown and then couldn't get the two-point conversion at the end. I heard, like, they weren't traveling uh, Greedy Williams, uh, LSU's best corner. Like, they would play right. on one side of the field instead of, like, covering uh, the, the receiver for Texas A&M. He was, uh, was having a big game. Oh. I, and then it was, it was, they only got to it late when it was too late. Oh, yeah. I, again, I didn't see the game. I saw the highlights. But, I mean, the fact that – think about that. You think you have the game won. They shout – they Gatorade twice. 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 I think the game is over twice. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of the, of the the Miami championship game against Ohio State. Uh, yeah, yeah. When with that with the pass interference call, um, but I mean this is even worse. I mean you, you think you get an interception to end the game and yeah, you think you call back on a penalty. It's because it's it's almost like a, a false start and the play doesn't count. Basically, yep, exactly. And, you know, exactly. so they, they so because of a bad snap and the quarterback knee and the college rule, your knee is down. You're down, right? If that's the NFL game's over. Right, because you're not down in yeah. the NFL. 
Uh, so just just a crazy, crazy game. Big, by the way, big play in the uh, going way back when one of those Cowboys Steelers Super Bowls uh, in uh, I guess '78 when um, Cowboys were down four. They sat Bradshaw. I was like, it would have brought up like a you know like a fourth and twenty something from the from like like the forty five or something. Yeah. There was a there was a false start before they called it before the snap. So instead of it being a being a, you know fourth down, it's they're just a five yard penalty. Right, so right, 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 right. right. The play doesn't count. And they right. ran a draw play and scored a touchdown on the next play. I, ouch, <laughs> ouch. So yeah, so that game was crazy. The dumbest thing, by the way, about that game is that the statistics count. I mean, how stupid is that? You play seven overtimes. I mean, right. come on, please. Right. It, it, it's, it's silly. Um, I mean, that's why. That's why. Again, I will say this. And, of course, I'm slightly biased, but what Barry Sanders did in his Heisman Trophy year is insane because he did it in 11 games. They don't count the bowl games in those days. And he had 2,600-plus yards rushing and 39 I remember, you know, touchdowns. I remember, you know, it, it, you know in, in those days, you know, there, was, you know, there, was no, there, was, there was only one ESPN. There was one channel. Correct. You know, really, the college games, you didn't know what was going on unless you read USA Today. Pretty much. And I remember like looking at the sports, you know, so every week I saw yep. sports. Who is this Sanders guy from right. Oklahoma State? Who right. Might, who might this guy be? Uh-huh. And then looking at the numbers, like this can't be right. Right. And then finally, you know, just started getting more. Oh yeah. You no, know. there wasn't ESPN. There wasn't ESPN U. There wasn't ESPN two. There's no Fox Sports. There's no Fox Sports one. He came out of nowhere. Nobody. Yeah, right. Nobody knew. No, you got. He was a kick returner the year before, and, you, and, a, and a real good one. Right. Well, because back to Thurman Thomas, who right, had a pretty right. good career in his own right exactly. in both college and the pros. Um, but no, I mean you got you got you got either Michigan, Ohio State, or Georgia. It seemed like on ABC with Keith Jackson, yeah. and on CBS you would get you know some other games with uh, whoever used to do those games on CBS, and that that was it. I mean, there's there no Saturday. By the way, there were no Saturday night games like there are no, now. No, none of that nope. stuff. That didn't well, happen until we were in college. Wasn't Barry Sanders uh, wasn't his quarterback at the time, uh, Mike Gundy? Oh, sure, it was indeed. <laughs> Absolutely, I'm 40. I'm a man. I'm a man. Yeah, I'm, I'm 40. I'm 40. Yeah. Uh, yes, Mike Gundy, he of the, the, the killer mullet, uh, was indeed his college quarterback. That is true. Um, so anyway, college football playoff. So right now, you got Bama, Clemson, Notre Dame, Georgia, right? Georgia took care of business. They hammered. And, of course, now Georgia's four because Michigan uh, got absolutely obliterated so again. By the, by the transitive property, the, uh, the, the, that actually means that Terrapins should be your 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 Maryland Terrapins yeah. should be a top ten team. Well, I mean kind of a transitive property. Yeah, you know, being that you became you were, you were one bad pass away from upsetting Ohio State the week before. That's that's like to, by the way, Michigan. Uh, like to be but, a Michigan fan being like, wait, wait, this team that we just got pasted by barely beat yeah. Maryland. Yeah. Well, so so by the way, Ohio State to my uh, all my Ohio State peeps out there, of which there are several. Uh, you're, you're welcome because my team gave you the wake up call that you needed to get your asses in gear you're and then probably, go. You're probably not wrong. Yeah, I mean, l- 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 I mean, seriously. They, yeah, Michigan. Is- but so, so this is what I wanted to go back to. So, so we got, we have some, we have. This is what I wanted to get to. We've got some, some scenarios here, right? So you got the SEC. Cha- we have all the championship games of this weekend, right? You got SEC, which is Georgia, Alabama. Georgia wins. They're in. Right? Mm-hmm. Georgia beats Alabama in the SEC championship. They're in. Alabama loses you, in the SEC championship. They lose. They got, still got to be in. Alabama's in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm right. saying Georgia loses. Yeah. They're not in. Right now, they would be in because they're four. Georgia, Georgia wins. They're in. If Georgia beats Alabama, they're in. Correct. If Alabama loses, they're still in because yep. it's going to be only one loss. It's right. going to be to the fourth team in the country right. in, in Georgia. So we're going to be the same thing that happened last year. Right? We're going to have Georgia and Alabama in the final four. I'm all for that. Notre Dame 
listen, I, you know I can't stand Notre Dame. I don't think they play anybody. Uh, I, I always hear about this great schedule Notre Dame plays. Uh, you know, when you're playing Ball State and Wake Forest, I, I don't want to hear about you played a great schedule. You didn't, okay? Uh, you know, so. I know USC right now does not count. USC stinks great. this year. They're not any good. They almost fired their coach. So, I mean, USC went 5-7 and seven this year. And, you, and Notre Dame barely beat them this weekend. Right, and they didn't even look impressive in, in, in doing it. Um, yeah, I understand they beat Michigan. Okay, it's a good win. Uh, of course, it's, it's a very good one. But what I want to get to is if Alabama loses and Georgia wins, that, those are your two of your final four. But if Ohio, if Georgia loses to Alabama— Ohio State, which would give them two losses. Georgia, yeah, yeah, they'd have two losses, and so, so, so this is this is where the debate will come in, because Notre Dame, of course, is independent, so they don't they don't get they don't have to play in a conference championship game, which is a major advantage, by the way, which also, also to me irritates me that they they, they get to get in. Um, yeah, you get penalized for being in in the most competitive right. division. Correct. Right. Con- it, conference. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's ridiculous. It's not it's not a level playing field, so it's stupid. Um, you have to play one extra game, and same with same. I guess same with the Big Twelve too. You have to play that that one yeah. extra game against you know against you know a right top, top ten team. Yeah, any of any of the anyone any team that plays in in a conference where they have a conference championship is at a disadvantage <clears throat> against Notre Dame because Notre Dame doesn't have to play that extra game. Right against against ostensibly a very good team. So now in this case, Ohio State's playing Northwestern. Northwestern not and Northwestern's not bad, but they're not great. I mean, they're not a powerhouse. By the way. Notre Dame did beat Northwestern. Uh, okay. All right. Great. They beat Syracuse. Eh. Yeah, was Syracuse really that good? By the way, they beat Syracuse. Syracuse quarterback is the best player on the team. Got hurt about five minutes into the game. Didn't play the rest right. of the game. Um, that, was the, that was the game at Yankee Stadium. Correct. Um, where Mike Tirico called that field goal. Yes. It is high. Yes. It is far. Yes. It is good. Yeah, I, I thought that was good. That was a, good. Hey, I've been sitting on that one for seven months now. Yeah, that was a good spot out of Tirico there. Um, but in any event... If Georgia wins, they're in, and Alabama will be in. If Alabama wins, Georgia's out. Clemson, we assume Clemson's going to walk all over Pittsburgh, so that that's fine. Clemson's in at number two. Notre Dame's in at number three. Now the question becomes, if Ohio State, and they should, beats Northwestern, do you have Ohio State? Do you have Oklahoma, right, because Oklahoma – is Who's playing Texas this week? They're going to play Texas. If Oklahoma beats Texas. Texas who, who beat Oklahoma. Right, barely, but they beat them. It was a close game, right? Mm-hmm. Um, now, I understand Oklahoma's defense has been lousy all year. I get it. I understand that. Um, Ohio State's hadn't been that great this year. I mean, Maryland put up 51 points on them. Uh, freshman running back went for 300 yards against them. Um, How about Purdue? Uh, and, 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 and a bad loss to a not a very good a six and six Purdue team and Purdue put up big numbers against them exactly. So would you that's gonna be the big debate is Ohio State or Oklahoma? That that's gonna be the debate. And and you know, look, uh, my my distaste and dislike for Urban Meyer aside, I think there's a strong argument to put Ohio State in there because if you're gonna I mean sixty-two points against Michigan Late in the year, too. Not early in the year. Late in the year. They were clicking. But everyone had, you know, Michigan was the third-ranked team. Is Michigan any good? I don't know. So it doesn't look like it. Well, so, and and, and let's take a look at their schedule. Let's see who Michigan played, shall we? Okay, they lost to Notre Dame first game of the year. Western Michigan, who's not even a good MAC team this year, right? Are they? Is Western Michigan any good this year? I don't think so. Whatever. It's Western Michigan. Mm -hmm. Right? SMU, no good. Nebraska, no good. Northwestern, 
eight and fourteen. The Browns is actually getting better, but yes, they're, they're but, not. They're no match for Michigan. They're four and eight. I mean, they're they're they're, they're four and eighteen. Uh, and they, remember, they also played Ohio State real tough too. Nebraska. Yeah. Right, but I'm just saying. I'm, I'm looking at Michigan's schedule. Right. Yeah. The, not, the, not not an impressive. The, not not the, the, Nebraska's a four and eight team. Northwestern eight and four. Okay, decent, not great team. Maryland stinks five and seven. Wisconsin, by the way, Wisconsin not that bad. one's not any good. You lo- you lose at home to Minnesota, Wisconsin. Yeah. Bye bye. Wisconsin's not great. Adios. Not a great win. Michigan State. Eh. I mean, Michigan State struggled against Rutgers. They barely Rutgers. beat Rutgers. Exactly. One in ten. Well, now one in eleven. Rutgers. Okay. Barely beat them. They're okay. So they're real. They're their best. Michigan's best win. Michigan State. That that is a tough watch. Michigan State because yeah, they're still they're still stuck in the prehistoric they, days of, uh, of just, they, of just they, ground and pound. Yeah, they, they, defense. they are not a fun team to watch. I agree. Uh, Every one of their games just a slog fest. Totally. So they beat Penn State and they beat them handily, forty-two to seven. Rutgers, who cares? Indiana, who cares? Obviously Ohio. So they they I'd say they had two very good wins: Penn State and Ohio State. Other than that. No one else they beat is really all that impressive. I guess you could throw Northwestern in there at eight and four, and Michigan State is, eh. I mean, you know, okay. My point is, the Big Ten is not that great to begin with, and it's it's just that that's not number three team in the country to me. Put it that way. Yeah. Would put it this way? You think Oklahoma, despite their shitty defense, couldn't beat Michigan? Uh, they absolutely could beat oh, Michigan. Of course they could. Do you think? Uh, Georgia could beat Michigan. 100%. Do you think LSU could beat Michigan? Uh, probably. Do you think... That'd be an interesting game. Texas could beat Michigan. Uh, How about yeah. UCF? Think UCF could be... Well, now now, now the quarterback's hurt, but if Mackenzie Milton was playing... Yeah, I'd really like to see them play somebody good. I, I I know to see exactly where they're at. But but last year, but, you know, but they don't have the quarterback. Beat, beat I know, but they don't have the quarterback, which hurts. Right. I mean, he makes right. he makes that whole thing go for them on offense. Yeah. But my point is, Michigan's good, not great. Okay, I'm not going to sit here and hammer them. But and they're, and they're going to defense. Boy, they get exposed. Right. So that so that's my point is that if you're going to give OSU all this credit for hammering Michigan, putting up 62 on them. Right, Michigan's not all that. Is, not. I think Michigan might have been a little bit overranked at three, yeah. frankly. Um, and I get it. Listen. So, so you want to make the case for Oklahoma? Well. If, if they beat Texas? Uh, if they don't beat Texas, put, Texas, I mean, Texas beats them twice, and that's pretty much it. For no, them, uh, no, 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 no. Uh, Oklahoma has no margin for error. They have to beat Texas and probably beat them convincingly. Um, but if they beat Texas... If Oklahoma beats Texas and Ohio – well, if Ohio, Ohio has, has one loss to Texas, right? That's right. They won, And it was a close game. Let's go back. Let's go back to the videotape, as the great Warner Wolf used to say. Uh, let's go to – you know what? Let's be fair because I'm partial to Oklahoma. I have to say I love the quarterback. I love <laughs> that watching – dude is so good. I, lo- I love he's watching – He's a video game. So – Interestingly enough, he's listed as 5'11", 190, which is about what Russell Wilson is listed at. He doesn't look 5'11 to me. I don't know. He looks yeah. shorter. But he can throw, and he can certainly run. Um, I, you know, I just don't know. You read where, they were, uh, it's where he's, he's saying at least right now that he's, he's, he's just going to play baseball. Right. But McShay has him as a first-round pick. Yeah, he's like a top-ten pick. Right. Yeah. Which I, I was, you know, listen, I love the guy. I really do. Uh, you know, he's a, he's a great kid from all accounts, and man, is he fun to watch. Yeah. 
Um, all right, let's look at Oklahoma's schedule, shall we? You know what? They didn't play anybody either. <laughs> all right. So what did they do against Oklahoma State again? They lost. They beat them in a close game, 48-47. Right, 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 right. <laughs> they beat. All right, they blew out Florida Atlantic, whatever. UCLA, who's not any good this year. Iowa State. You know, Iowa State's not a bad team. That'd be, I'd say uh, Iowa State and Northwestern are about on par. That would be like a similar win to right. Michigan. Uh, Michigan's win over them. Army. You know what? Army actually had a really good year this year. I know it's Army. Everybody laughs. Army won nine games this year, or maybe even ten. Um, now I get it; it's Army, but they, at least it's not. At least it's a good Army team, right? Uh, Baylor, they blew out Baylor. Not great. They're a bowl team. They won six games. I mean, they're not great. I know that they lost forty-eight forty-five to Texas. They hammered TCU. TCU also made a bowl this year. They're not great. Six and six. Kansas State, they hammered Kansas State and. Eh. Texas Tech, they they beat. Yeah, Kansas State still uh, still scored. I know it was Kansas scored forty on them, not Kansas State. Right? Didn't Kansas score forty on them? Yes, fifty five forty. They beat Kansas. But I mean, look at these point totals they put up: sixty three, forty nine, thirty seven. Only twenty eight against Army. Sixty six, forty eight, fifty two, fifty one, fifty one, forty eight, fifty five, fifty nine. It's insane. I mean, it's nuts. I mean, that West Virginia game was insane. It was crazy, and they beat number thirteen West Virginia. That to me is the same as Ohio State beating Penn State. Now they beat by a smaller margin, but okay. Still, Penn State was ranked twelfth or whatever. West Virginia's ranked thirteenth. I mean, I'd say, I'd say their resumes are very similar. Oklahoma's and Ohio State's. I really do. So I, I, I you know, I, I think what could end up, you know, if 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 the committee employs recency bias, nice, right? Nice, yeah. Nice, if nice. they if they're going to employ recency bias, that may hurt Oklahoma, depending on how they now. Depending on how they do against Texas, obviously, you know, they got to – obviously, we know they have to beat Texas. They probably have to beat Texas, as I said, probably by two touchdowns or more. Unless the committee – and the committee does not like bad losses. That is one thing they have proven. So they may ding Ohio State for that Purdue loss. That could hurt them. Right. So right. it will be very interesting. Now, of course, it's all moot. If, 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 if Georgia wins on Saturday, all this conversation is moot. Because there, you're going to have Bama, Clemson, Notre Dame, and Georgia. That's going to be your Final Four, mm-hmm. which I think will be a very interesting Final Four. You know, I love Georgia. Right. I love watching them play. Yeah, you, you've always been you've always been on the Georgia train. Always been. Remember, I almost went oh, to Georgia. Going back, going back to the, the Herschel Walker days. That's right. And 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 Buck Ballou and Terry Hogue yeah. and uh, and uh, Vince Dooley was their head coach. Right. Yes, I I was always a big Georgia guy. Um, but uh, and I and I almost went there, but um, so. I, listen, it's going to be fun. So we got SEC championship, Big Ten championship, and Big Twelve championship are all Saturday, and ACC too. But that that game is boring because Pitt's not very good. Um, but those other three games would be pretty good games. Yeah. So, and I think I want to say Alabama Georgia uh, Alabama Georgia is a four o'clock game, if I'm not mistaken. You know what? Let's take a look. It better be because I got to go to a Christmas party Saturday night, so I, I better be able to see that game at Wait. least. Yeah, I know. It's tough being a man about town. Yeah, I guess so. You can watch <laughs> on your phone, though, can't you? Uh, yeah, yeah, that that yeah. that ain't happening. All right, here we go. Um, Alabama, Georgia is at four. Okay, good. You've got uh, the Big Ten championships at eight. I, you know, I, I, I don't see Northwestern really hanging in that game against Ohio State at all. I really don't. Um, ACC championship game, yeah. The, 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 and, and then, oh, and the Big 12 championship game, where is that? Oh, that's at noon. 
Really? Yeah, Oklahoma, Texas, 12 o'clock, ABC. Wow. In, in Gerald World. Awesome. Okay. Interesting. And then just to wrap it up real quickly, as we sat here and trashed the Knicks last week, they've gone on a nice little three. Of course three- they have. What <laughs> else would they do? <laughs> they got a nice little three-game win streak. Um, I'll, I'll say this. And I've been saying this all year. I've done this on, on, on other podcasts that I've done solo. I'm saying it all year. Knicks have talent. They, they, they will be a fun watch all year. Results be damned. They, are, they will be a fun watch. Now, a lot of the same issues, of course, crop up. But we watched the game in the fourth quarter against Boston. They made plays, Trey Burke in particular. Uh, they were up 12, I think, with just a little over two minutes to go. And we, we were giving them about a 30% chance of winning. That's true. Not, not, not joking. Not facetiously. 30%. And basically it took two wild shots by Trey Burke. <laughs> either of those down the stretch, if we would have missed either of those, they would have lost That's the game. That's true. That's very true. And then the next win they had was over the Pelicans. You clued me in. I was texting. I was kind of flipping all over the place that night. Uh, I was watching – some of the Maryland game, watching Maryland blow out uh, Marshall, and then the, the college football games are on. I was watching some of the snow game, Washington, Washington State, and then I was watching uh, you know, the, the Oklahoma-West Virginia game. Um, and I, I couldn't believe it when uh, you know, they were close, then they got down by seven, and then you texted me and said, Nick's making clutch plays on the stretch. I was like, what? And then <laughs> What's you going told, on here? Yeah, and then you told me they won. That, that was nice. And then they had a great win at, at Memphis, obviously, with Fisdale having been the coach there last year. Emotional game. Uh, did you happen to catch his post-game press conference by any chance? I did not. That, I, I love this guy. I mean, I've said this from the beginning. And look, he's a rookie too, basically. He's only second year as a head coach. He's going to make mistakes. He's going to make X's and O's mistakes. It's going to happen. We got, but as far as personality, as far as attitude, I mean, this guy's into the job. I mean, he, this guy loves coaching basketball. He is into the job. He's self-deprecating. Not everything is life and death. He can laugh at himself. I, I, it, it's such a pleasure. It's so refreshing to watch this guy. And guess what? This guy is single-handedly, hopefully, it continues turning Emmanuel Moutier into the player that a lot of people thought he could be. I mean, and he said it at the, in his introductory press conference last year when he showed up and a bunch of the players showed up. And he looked right at him and said, we're going to get you right. Hmm. Looked right at Moody and said, "We're going to get you right." And you know, he's played he, really, really well down the stretch the last couple of games. I mean, that 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 dunk he had over Garrett Temple and won and made the foul shot. By the way, that was how great was that? Three of the Knicks guards in that game against Memphis, where they gutted that game out late. Uh, Moody eight for eight from the foul line. Hardaway five for five from the foul line, and Burke I think eight for eight from the foul line. All three of their guards all made all their foul shots, and all in the fourth quarter. Never see that out of a Knicks never, team. Never, never, never. So they're going to be fun to watch all year. Again, I, I, the wins and losses secondary. They're going to be fun. They're going to be a fun watch all year. All right, that'll do it for this week's episode. As always, thanks for listening. Check us out on iTunes and on SoundCloud, Twitter at Jamal about Sport No S. Uh, Facebook page is Jamal About Sports, and the website is JamalAboutSports.com. All right, big week of championship college football finals this weekend. Enjoy it all. We'll be back next week. Until then, peace out.